Welcome to Engagement Matters, the podcast for business professionals who want to effectively engage with stakeholders and increase the productivity of their teams. Brought to you by JHW Corporate Training. For more resources and to subscribe to the show, visit jhw.com.au. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Engagement Matters podcast. My name is Christina Cantors and I am joined today by Ralph Muir-Morris, who is the lead facilitator for JHW. And over the last few episodes, we've been talking about the personality compass. We're talking about how to communicate and engage with people who are not like us, who have different personality types. And in the last episode, we talked about vision and visibility. We've covered power and control. And we also did an overview in episode 10. Today, we're talking about the third part of the quadrant and we are calling this personality type the subject matter experts. So Ralph, can you kick us off and tell us what is the deal with the subject matter experts? What are they all about? Well, thanks, Christina. I find this sort of very close to my heart because I am one. And <laughs> so if I go on for too long, please just stop me or throw something at me. Subject matter experts are what the name says, people who want to be experts in the fields that intrigue them. So our, our friends Vision and Visibility like to know something about everything. Subject matter experts like to know everything about something. So we have two or three deep wells of knowledge and um, we keep those topped up. So we make sure we know all about our area of expertise. People come to us, they want advice. We want to give them the right advice. We want to be right. And to that degree, we can be a little bit binary. So we're looking for the right answer versus the wrong answer. And we pursue that endlessly. Learning, knowledge, understanding, all of these things are critical to us. And to some degree, we're looking for the truth, which is a whole topic in itself. But truth is really important to us. Getting it right is really important to us. And people rely on us to do that. We also like to walk through process. So we're very big on processes and we like to make sure that from one end to the other end, the process is sound. Our job in corporate life is to assess risk and make sure people don't get into trouble. And to that end, we we do it very thoroughly. So where might we find a subject matter expert in a corporation? IT departments, (laughs) uh, a whole range of places. Plenty of television shows. If you've ever watched The Big Bang or um, any of those, The Flight of the Concords, you'll see a whole lot of IT. Obviously, the term geek comes in somewhere in this space, but it's really about being um, concerned about knowledge and understanding and, and really knowing something very, very thoroughly. So being the guru is kind of the, the badge that um, SMEs like to wear. And uh, being respected for our knowledge is what we're all about. Mm. So we we see ourselves as very fair. We try to make sure that we look at both sides of an argument. We don't just jump on a bandwagon and we're not caught up emotionally in some particular flavour of thing. If um, you have a good idea and you're my friend but somebody else comes along with a better idea, then I'm going to have to say, look, I'm really sorry, Christina, that's a better idea. I have to tell the truth about this. So you'll weigh up all your options and go, okay, so we've got this, but then we also need to consider this, this, and this, and look at the pros and cons of each one. So they're very rational thinking instead of going, I feel like this is the best one. That's correct. Said no v- said no SME ever. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. And look, sometimes people think we're a bit slow, which is the lovely irony of all this. Most SMEs have fairly high IQ. One might say that some of them lack a little bit of EQ, emotional intelligence, but in terms of pure IQ, they're pretty much up there. 
they're slow to talk because they're thinking their way through everything and they want to give the right answer. So there's an element of being perfect. And so I can't tell you the exact answer until I'm absolutely sure I've got it nailed. And to do that, I have to explore all the possibilities and the endless trails and all those sorts of things. So you get the right answer when you get one, but you have to be patient. I was talking to an SME once and we were talking about having conversations at at networking events and he said that he would get really paranoid about these conversations because he couldn't control what the other person was going to say and he spent so long trying to analyze what they had just said, process it, then analyze what he was going to say back that would then lead to the next part of the conversation which would then lead to the next part of the conversation and he's trying to predict everything that would happen and that caused him so much anxiety in that situation. So what you just said there reminded me of that yeah, that conversation and, I had. And that can happen and I, I certainly have had many conversations in my training development uh, roles with people who say, oh, look, this small talk thing and so on. And really for SMEs, A, relaxing would help, but (laughs) thinking to ask questions rather than having to make all the running in terms of the conversation. Good conversationalists listen. And so for SMEs, they just need to find a few good questions and listen to the answer and work with what's being given to them. You don't have to run the whole party. Uh, We're not comfortable with ambiguity necessarily and so we need to deal with that more and more in our lives and one of the great learnings for me as an SME was that there was a lot more grey than there was actually black and white. Life isn't as simple as we might make it out to be and it's not terribly binary even though um, computer programs are. You can't just spreadsheet everything. Well you can try. Sometimes it's worth a go, but uh, no, not really very helpful. Not really very helpful. So tell us, Ralph, more about how can we spot one. So if we're looking to communicate well with SMEs, how can we tell that someone's an SME? We tend to give ourselves away in a, in a number of different ways. We we don't hold strong eye contact. We tend to be thinking, and when we're thinking, we're looking away, we're looking down, or we're looking up occasionally for inspiration, but we don't hold extended eye contact because we break off to think to work out what we're going to say next and then we come back and we talk and so that's pretty easy to to spot we're very practical so sadly we dress rather practically uh in on many occasions we'd say we're it's just good value for money and we're not being silly and buying frivolous stuff but sometimes we can look a bit you know drab let's be honest boys particularly girls do a better job but uh Guys will tend to wander around and they'll have their backpack, they'll have their black pants and black shoes and blue shirts on and, of course, everything will be in the backpack just in case. <laughs> Can't leave home without all sorts of things that you may, of course, never use. I remember once you mentioned to me about SMEs will often have furrowed brows when they're walking along because they're so deep in thought trying to solve a problem that they'd come across that morning. Mm, that's true. And if we've got a really big problem we might actually take a longer walk to where we're going just to give ourselves time to think it through because our happy places of the world of thought so we get lost in there and we spend quite a while in there and sometimes we look up and go oh oh was that the time <laughs> um so we can be we can be late to things just because we got lost in our own world we can walk past people we know not because we're trying to ignore them just we haven't noticed them we've been too caught up in our own stuff mm. and um yeah, and as I say, we're, we're good value for money folk. So, you know, I bought that jacket. I know I bought it 10 years ago, but it was very good quality and it's still very, very good. 
So you've explained that SMEs are really good at analyzing things. They they make sure that that things get done. So obviously, it's good to have them on board with us and and as part of the team and communicating well. So what apart from that, like why is it important that we communicate well with SMEs? To be successful, every team needs all four quadrants engaged, needs the skills and strengths of every quadrant. The SME brings that uh, logical, rational discovery of what's going on, evaluates both sides, doesn't get swayed by popular opinion and sees the devil in the detail. So they'll stop you falling into the pothole. They'll make sure that you know there's four wheels on the car, not three. And they're invaluable because of their knowledge. What we need to think about is how do we engage with them. If we rush up and say, give me an answer now, it's never going to work. We need to give them time to stop, to reflect, to get their act together, to get gather their information and then come back to us. So how would you approach an SME? Like literally walking up to them to ask them a question or, or some feedback. How What do you say in the first instance? Apart from hello, how are you? I would say I'm working on this problem and I'm really looking for some input. I'd value your thoughts. Um, obviously, don't need you to tell me right away, but could you give some thought to this situation? Here are the parameters. I'm happy to send you some more information. And uh, could we talk about this tomorrow perhaps? Mm. Yeah, I like that. So it's not being super direct in their face and going, hey, tell me, drop everything you're doing right now and tell me the answer I need to know. The other thing you would think about saying is rather than is this absolutely right or absolutely wrong, will this happen or will this not happen, I tend to talk about degrees of certainty. So what level of confidence do you have that this will succeed? Now, SMEs, we're pretty pessimistic by default. So if we say, oh, it's about 50%, well, for a V&V, that's about 80 <laughs> So somewhere in the middle lies the truth. Uh, we, we do tend to be a little bit uh, pessimistic because, oh, you know, just in case. But I'll give you a degree of certainty on most things. I won't be so comfortable saying that will absolutely happen because that's 100% and we're not really convinced things are 100% likely. Mm. So it's more about the languaging you use. Is this going to work? Isn't it going to work? Okay, no, I'm not going to give you an answer quickly. What confidence level do you have? I'm more comfortable telling you that. Mm. So what about when we go to present an idea or, or something to an SME? What's the best way to, to present information or an idea? You need a little bit more time because you're going to have to be thorough. You're also going to have to be um, logical and sequential. What SMEs don't like are people going, here's point 0.5, here's point 0.7, oh, it's point 0.1, oh, here's point 0.9. That's just annoying because we're practical, logical, sequential people. So you walk through the process from the start to the end, not the other way around, and you allow time for questions, you allow time for reflection. SMEs don't want to get in your way, they just want to be sure and they want to be clear about what's going on and feel comfortable that they know enough to move forward. Can we put graphs in our presentations? Absolutely. Regression analysis, anything oh, you like. Wow. You know, just <laughs> go nuts. Uh, so, yeah, all those sort of analytical tools are fine. Mm. Um, and, yeah, we're looking for depth. We want to know that you've thought about it. We want to know that you've delved into it. And this isn't just a whim you had, you know, recently, that you have been thorough in your analysis. Mm. 
I think it's important to note that this is the complete opposite of a V&V, which we talked about in the last episode. And we talked about presenting to a V&V, which they're very um, big idea, moving forward, this is going to be fun, which is complete opposite of what you've just described. So I think even making that differentiation when you're preparing a presentation to people in either of those quadrants, that's going to be super valuable for you to understand that. Yes. Because on one side, you've got people who love graphs and on the other side, people who cannot stand them. That could Correct. make the difference <laughs> between getting your idea across the line. Well, yes, and, and the tension between doing something new, exciting and amazing and really wowing the market and not taking unnecessary risks, not putting our reputation at stake, not having the Samsung battery experience, you know. So that's the tension that always exists. But both groups want to do the right thing. They just see it differently. One is a lead the charge. One is a assess the risk. Mm. So you've talked a bit about what uh, an SME's strengths are. What are the challenges that they deal with? Well, we're perfectionists, which is um, you know frustrating um, for anybody any time. So we can spend way too long trying to get it absolutely correct, or you know keep we just keep polishing really, um, rather than going okay, I've done that, I've done it to a, a satisfactory level. In corporate life, seventy seventy five percent complete is about as much as you're going to get paid for. Trying to do a hundred percent takes us you know t- takes twice as long. So no one's going to pay you to be that fussy. Uh, we always have to tweak things later on. So SMEs have to lose that um, that need for per- perfect. It also comes into managing other people. Now, we're not the largest group in terms of managing people uh, or decision makers, mostly because we like to do it ourselves. We're very good at what we do and watching somebody else do it not as well is a little frustrating. <laughs> so having a whole team of people that don't do it as well as you do <clears throat> is kind of a not a great recipe. It means I run in and I try to do things that I shouldn't be doing rather than let the team grow and develop. It also means if I'm stressed, I'll micromanage, and that's not helpful either. So as an SME, and you see SMEs heading up engineering companies, and they have this challenge of relating to people, building those personal relationships, as well as letting go of the day-to-day nuts and bolts. So they're the challenges for, for SME. Mm. And the other thing too as you get older is giving up this notion of I have to be right all the time. It's quite damaging to relationships apparently. <laughs> now you mentioned before that SMEs can tend to micromanage when they get stressed. But what about when they're angry? What happens to them then? Okay, well unlike our power and control and vision and visibility who certainly let you know when they're not happy, the southerners – SMEs and friendship and collaboration, they tend to retreat. They go into flight, as we would call it psychologically, but they'll be in the room but not really in the room. So they're they're making grunting noises at you but they're not really talking to you. And what they're doing is they've gone back to try to work out what's the best thing to do and say now. They don't want to get it wrong because they want to put their best foot forward. So they'll go quiet. In fact, some can go very quiet. And you're kind of wondering if, you know, they haven't had a a little stroke or something, but (laughs) they're still there. They're just busily assessing what it is they should say next. Now, for a V&V, that's incredibly frustrating because somebody not talking is apparently a terrible, terrible thing. For an SME, it's not a terrible thing. It's just an opportunity to think. 
So you have to be really patient with them. If you've chased them into a corner, you have to accept that you've chased them into the corner and try to help them come back out of the corner. And how do we do that? Well, ask for the help. To say, clearly I've done something that hasn't worked. Can you help me understand where I went wrong? Because we're very good at helping and we want to teach people. So it's a great opportunity for us to instruct you as to what it was you just said that didn't kind of work. Mm. But we, yeah, we struggle with that come out of the runaway position and start articulating what's going on. Mm. And uh, I mean, we do, but it just takes longer than it probably should. And if we don't say it at the time, then it, we become resentful. It, it builds up. We have this little bag of, you know, things that went wrong that we kind of keep collecting. And, so it's uh, best to not let an SME to sit on something for too long. So you should yeah. address it as soon as possible? If you can. And I, people say, oh, we'll leave them to work it out. They're not going to work it out. They're just going to get angrier. So you need to say, okay, look, Christina, I'm really sorry. I've obviously taken the wrong path, taken the wrong road, done something really stupid. Can you help me understand where I went wrong? Mm. And it's a logical problem-solving type conversation. But you do need to admit that something you did chased them into the corner because uh, there's nobody else in the room. There's just the two of you. <laughs> sure. Well, thank you so much, Ralph. That's really great insight into the world of the SME and how we can communicate better with them. And I know personally when I first learned about SMEs and how they communicated, it really helped me to understand them better. And I think this is so, it's a really important thing to have in the workplace, especially when the SMEs are the ones who will be doing the work and making sure that it all gets done. So thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. And this wraps up episode 14 of the Engagement Matters podcast. Hope you've enjoyed listening. My name's Christina Cantors. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Engagement Matters, the podcast brought to you by JHW Corporate Training. To download free resources or to join one of our public engagement skills workshops, visit jhw.com.au.